Hi, I'm Quentin D'Souza, and you're listening to Get Real Wealthy. Create wealth, freedom, and security through real estate investing. Make sure to check out GetRealWealthy.com. So this time we're going to be talking about renting versus buying a vacation property. I know. These last few months, you know, this is uh, September 2021, and from March 2020, we've been seeing a lot more vacation properties being rented out. I I remember a few years ago, there were for sale signs everywhere up in the Halliburton area, and now you can barely find one, and the houses are going really quick, especially the beautiful lakefront properties. But one of the things I wanted to talk about is you know why you are buying that vacation property and there is a a difference if one of your main goals of gaining your real estate portfolio gaining your wealth if one of your goals was to own a vacation property then go ahead and buy it it does not matter what i think what matters is if it's your goal then you should go out and buy it hands down just stop now Okay? But if you are just looking to utilize a vacation property, I'm going to talk to you about a couple of different options. And think about this as you go through your thinking process around renting versus buying a vacation property. One question I have to ask you is how often are you actually going to utilize that vacation property? If you are somebody who has a young family involved in sports all the time and every weekend you have different uh, activities, it's very unlikely that you're going to be able to easily get out to a cottage. And perhaps the actual times that you're going to be getting to your cottage is a lot less than you think. You may want to consider looking at the number of days that you were actually available to go and stay at the cottage versus, you know, going and renting the same type of cottage in the same area. You'd be surprised at the the difference. If, for example, you can only get out for four weekends of the whole summer, maybe it makes more sense to rent those four weekends than to look at the expenses that you would incur if you were to own that type of uh, property. The other thing that I like to let people think about is, you know, a lot of vacation properties where there is a rental component to it, a lot of them, they just cover the expenses of their vacation property. They never really make a profit from owning that asset. They are speculating on the appreciation, but there is flat cash flow over the whole ownership. There are other people who make a business out of short-term vacation rentals. And those people are in a different category. I consider them business owners and not necessarily a person who's going to be taking one rental property and renting it out. So that's something that you want to consider. The other thing is, can you get a better yield on your money in a different asset? And the same thing happens to me when I talk to parents about buying student rentals. Sometimes it makes more sense to invest money in your business or in a rental property in a different area that has good cash flow and good appreciation. Okay, So if you can find a property with good cash flow and good appreciation, you should be investing in that area. You can use the cash flow and appreciation that you get from that asset and let it pay for your vacation property or let it pay for your student rental. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you should be buying a vacation property. 
okay? So keep that in mind. Invest where you get the highest yield, the largest cash on cash, and, and think about that. There are other types of investments that are out there when it comes to vacation properties. There are new fractional ownership properties where you can buy, you know, there'll be 12 owners of the property and you own like five weeks of the year and you can go at these assigned five weeks during the year. That's great if you have the flexibility to be able to um, use those five weeks. But as an investment, I would not see that as an investment. Uh, I would see that as a decision, as somebody who is, one of their goals is to have that type of a property. Because all of those, those fractional ownerships that I have seen have not gotten the same type of yield that you can get on an investment property with cash flow and appreciation in a good solid investment area. So that's one thing I want to warn you about. The other one is timeshares. I don't know. I think we have to go through the rabbit hole of timeshares. If you do get a timeshare, get it off the secondary market. You can probably pay for like the cost of the paper that it's on, like a dollar, and, and you just take over the payments. Uh, don't buy a new timeshare, whatever you do. This is just my opinion. But at the same time, I've got a, a, over a decade of experience in real estate investing. So hopefully you take some of that with you. If you're interested in learning about whether your property would make sense as a vacation rental, I would think that you should invest some money in learning about the area, what type of rental income you can expect. And there are a lot of resources out there, websites that can help you find that information out. One of the older ones is AirDNA, which gives you some uh, Airbnb data for a given area and you can find out how much time a certain area is being rented out and also like uh, the prices that are that they're going for it'll give you an idea of, of what you could achieve with a vacation property rental in a given area so doing some due diligence and and using that information to help you make your decision is going to give you a more informed decision again I want to reiterate if this is one of your uh, ultimate goals is to own a vacation property, you can ignore everything I said and go get it, okay? This is the whole point of investing in real estate is to, to be able to achieve your goals. That's one of your goals and you should do it. But if you're thinking of it as an investment, I would say look at it from a cash on cash perspective, look on it from a yield perspective, look on, on it as an annual return. And I think you'll make a better decision when you're looking at a vacation property. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Get Real Wealthy. If you liked it, please subscribe and tell two friends about it. Share the joy, share the knowledge, and keep building your real estate portfolio. We'll see you soon. Make sure to check out GetRealWealthy.com. Until next time, I'm Quentin D'Souza. Get out there and take action. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for information purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to GetRealWealthy.com.